0: As you can tell, uh, yes, I think I still am hanging on to this cold, junk, whatever, nonsense situation. Apologies still and in advance and forever for how my voice sounds. (laughs) We love to see it. Uh, Also, some little housekeeping things that I suppose we should get out of the way. Um, I'm not sure if any of you saw the big announcement last week. Uh, Whatever Laura Wants has officially joined the Watchdog Media Network. Uh, You may be familiar with Watchdog, especially if you listen to me, you know exactly who we're talking about. Uh, Logan, he is my internet friend turned real life friend, I think, even though we've never met. And he is how I kind of got into podcasting. I started out doing Binging Batch with him and then, you know, now I have that going on with a different co-host, but he has so many podcasts. He has a website with doing, like, all this blog stuff, all the things. And, you know, we just thought it might be time that whatever Laura wants got official and joined Watchdog and is with an actual company who keeps me accountable because Logan is way better about consistently posting shit and just keeping on top of stuff than I am. So, announced it last week, part of Watchdog, media... So, yeah, you can follow him, follow Watchdog Media, follow all the things, and keep a lookout as well. We also announced another podcast. This is also kind of a part of it, too. Uh, yes, a third podcast that you get to listen to me on. Uh, this one is only going to be once a month. We have not worked out total details yet, but it is Laura and Logan's cocktail party. Literally, I think the plan is just, you know, have some drinks, have some chats. Once a month, we're probably going to do some kind of video feed with it so people can look at our beautiful faces while we drink and talk about nothing. So yeah, lots of exciting news coming out of the podcasting Laura Logan world. And if you're new here, welcome. Appreciate you. Go follow all the things I just said and let's dive into the real shit that you're here for. I had a very busy weekend, and I want to first start talking about the first thing that I did over the weekend was I went to a baby shower. Now, you've heard me complain about bridal showers and people opening presents in front of people and all the, like, fake nice, kind of nice things that people talk about the bride and everything. You may be shocked to know that I also am not a huge fan of baby showers. I... uh, Typically, I'm like, whatever, it's going to be the same kind of thing. Uh, There was one baby shower I went to of my friends where my friend and I literally smuggled in a whole bottle of vodka because we knew there was going to be no alcohol. And we just couldn't deal with that. It was deep into our single lives and our friend was having a baby. And we're just like, you know what, if we have to drive somewhere else out of town to this elementary school for a baby shower with a bunch of people we don't know, we might as well have some fun and have a little alcohol with us. But luckily, this mom-to-be, who shall go unnamed because she has not publicly announced her pregnancy on any social media, honestly, very proud of her. She was like, I don't really want the attention. We're going to wait until the baby is here, and then we'll talk about it. And I'm like, you know, in this day and age where everyone is sharing everything, says the girl who just told you she's going to be on three podcasts and overshares all the time, really proud of her for not telling anyone except for the people who actually need to know in her family and her friends who are close to her. But it was a taco themed baby shower, which obsessed, love the idea, Taco about a baby. Uh, They're not finding out the gender. So of course that is a fun little aspect as well. And what might be the best part of this baby shower, it was at a brewery. Yes, your girl got to have some alcohol at the baby shower. Uh, It was also a brewery that I had never been to. So check that off the list. Good time. It also wasn't a huge baby shower. I think there were maybe like 10 of us. Lasted a couple of hours. I got a flight. Then I tried a big one of one that I like specifically. And it was a great time. Also, have to give props to whoever of her friends threw the baby shower. Games are a big pet peeve of mine. I know these are also shocking things. I could, I'm i just a hater all around, clearly. But I'm always worried about baby shower, bridal shower games. Because a lot of them are terrible. But these games were delightful, so moms-to-be, take note. Uh, The first game we did, of course, there was, like, little onesie cutouts, and then you had to give advice to the new parents. Um, My number one advice for any and all parents is, uh, please don't forget to hang out with your friends who do not have kids, like me. Laura, no kids. Please still hang out with me even when you pop out a kid. Thanks. Uh, The next one, of course, was, like, a word scramble and... Uh did not do that great on that one. Probably got eight out of ten right. To be fair, they did spell one word wrong, so shout out to whoever typed that up and had an error in that. And then the other game was a prices Right version with baby products. And I love the prices right, okay? I watched could watch that shit all day. I recently saw an old Facebook memory pop up where it said something that I was saying, why isn't there a channel just completely dedicated to the price is right 24-7? what are we doing? Where have we gone wrong? If we can have like game show networks and like other channels that play, you know, marathons of stuff all the time, kind of looking at you, USA that always does law and order SUV, which I'm not mad about. So please don't take that away. But if other channels can do it, kind of like MTV that always does fucking whatever that show is ridiculousness. Don't know. Have never watched a full episode because I refuse, but why can't we get the price is right channel? That's all I'm saying. I'm throwing it out into the universe. You know I don't really believe in manifesting, but you never know. So we had prices right, baby supplies, and I honestly thought I was going to do well. Um, Not that I really think I knew what baby supplies cost, but I thought I would do decent. Um, Come to find out, there were nine items, and I got zero correct. Like, (laughs) did not match a one-up to the correct price. I don't know if you know how expensive pacifiers are because that one really threw me off. Like pacifiers are more expensive than diapers. In what world? Why? I'm confused. Diapers are obviously overpriced as well because it's a disposable item. But that's not what we're here to talk about. I just got none of them right. Uh, My friend who I had got, she was like, that's okay. Laura doesn't want kids anyway. She doesn't need to know the price of these baby things. And then I came home and I told Grant and he just high-fived me. He's like, good for you. Way to not know baby things. I'm like, uh, I just don't know. I'm just disappointed in myself that I couldn't even get one. Like the prices were all there for me. It's not even like you had to guess. You just had to match them up. Complete and utter failure. Was a lot of fun. But then the other one that we did is there were printouts of like every letter of the alphabet and it said A is for blank, drawn by blank. And then everyone got to take a couple sheets you got to pick whatever you wanted. So, like, A is for Apple. I had B. B, I did Balloon. And then you got to draw it and then sign your name. And then I think they're going to either frame them or, like, laminate them and then have this cute little book for the baby when it comes of just, like, all these hand-drawn little things by adorable people in their life. And I thought it was super cute. Also, not to humble brag, um, I had I, which was not thrilled about at first. but Then I was like, ooh, they're Iowa State fans. So I did the Iowa State logo, and everyone was very impressed with my drawing skills. And I'm like, thank you. I just literally had to look up a picture of the logo because I'm a Hawkeye fan, and I could not do it off the top of my head. But patting back for me before getting the Iowa State logo, tried and true. You're welcome, future baby, for my three pages to your book. Uh, So that was my baby shower experience. Loved it. Great. 10 of 10. Would recommend breweries, good games, good food. It's on you now, moms-to-be. So the other thing that I had after the baby shower is a very busy Saturday, is we had tickets to Taco Fest. So yes, if you're keeping track at home, I had tacos for lunch at a taco baby shower, and then I was having dinner at a taco festival. All the tacos, all the time. Did I have tacos the day before for lunch? Yes, I did. You can never have too many tacos. So this is the second taco festival that I have gone to. The first one was probably four years ago. Ooh, maybe longer. Yeah. Four, three, four years ago. And it was put on by a different company and we bought VIP It included a tequila tasting. The weather was not great, but we had a great time. So I had high hopes for this taco fest. Now, when I tell you that I felt like the most Karen of all Karens after we went to this festival yesterday, I have so many complaints and I legitimately am thinking about emailing the company who put it on and just be like, what the fuck are you doing? Why did we change any of this? I know you're different from the company that did it before, but it was awful. I was warned that it was awful because I had another friend who had tickets. They went way earlier in the day. Shout out, Danielle. I'm sorry that it was so awful. Um, They had VIP as well. So VIP, you got... Two drinks, a t shirt, and then two free tacos, and then access to this like VIP bar. Sounded like a pretty good deal. I like feeling fancy and like I'm special, so of course we got VIP. But the festival was supposed to go from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. I had the baby shower thing. We knew we were not gonna get there right away. I was like, it's fine, let's just go for dinner, we'll have plenty of time, whatever around probably two um i was getting texts from danielle saying that taco fest is a shit show i was like okay well maybe they'll figure it out by the time i get there um she said they'd stood in line legitimately a half hour for a taco which is outrageous um and then they also had run out of ice for margaritas and they weren't even like mixing them it was all a pre-mixed, like shitty margarita. Not that I would expect better, but if you're a taco festival, you would think you would be doing like good tequila, like fresh margaritas, that kind of thing. But too many people, the lines are taking forever. Of course, she was saying it was hot, all the things. They ended up having one taco. They left, went elsewhere. Again, I don't know, naive Laura. I was like, well, surely it'll turn around. They'll figure it out by the time I get there in a couple hours. Buying more ice is definitely a thing. It'll be fine. So we get there and it is busy and there are very long lines everywhere. And I was like, okay, well, surely like it won't be as bad, but we'll just get in line. The other problem with this is the last taco festival I went to, it was very spread out and everyone had a very limited menu. It was like one or two, maybe three different kinds of just tacos. And it was $1 a taco or like $2 a taco because it was tasting samples so you could eat all the tacos possible. This festival was not like that at all. It was a bunch of food trucks and they all had, almost all of them I think except one, had a full menu happening. So not only could you get tacos which you're there for, but it was like nachos, burritos, tortas, like everything. There was even a Greek one, like I'm not sure what they were doing, but it was literally like you paid entrance to have a food truck festival instead of just a taco truck thing. Like I was expecting you get in, you get cheap tacos, just tacos, like the last festival I attended, and it was not like that at all. So I'm like, well, no fucking wonder the lines are taking a half hour long. Some of these trucks have like 12 things on their menu that aren't the same thing. It's taking them forever because they're making so many different things all the time. We get a drink, we get in line for the furthest possible away taco truck. And it was one that we had not heard of and not seen around, so we're like, might as well try it. And they had a limited menu, just tacos, great. Literally timed it out from the time we got in line to the time we got our tacos, exactly a half hour. So what we did is we took those tacos, and before we even started eating them, we got in line for the next taco truck, which was right next door. Ate those, got a refill on our drinks. This line was like barely moving. I think by the time we got up to four people away from the ordering window, they had quit taking orders because they were so far behind on distributing food to people. So we waited and waited and waited, and there were still probably 15 people who had not gotten their food yet. I thought I heard the girl next to me say that their order specifically was 16 tacos, And I'm like, excuse me, how many of you are in this group? I mean, I suppose you can condense it to try and make it go faster, but you're ordering 16 tacos in one shot. No wonder this is going slow as shit. So we get all the way up there, and then we're like, by the time they even let us order again, we're going to have to wait another 20 minutes for this food. Maybe we should just cut our losses, go to a different taco truck. Great. We move on. We go to a different taco truck. We stand in line again behind this group, only to find out they're not actually in line, of course. And then we get up front and... One person ahead of us, the guy is like, oh, no, we're done selling. Like, we're out. You got to go. Okay, great. So we jump over to another taco truck. And we get up to this one. This is a taco truck that we know and love. It used to be my by Adrian my friend's old apartment. So we'd go there all the time. Delicious. Keep in mind, we've only had one taco, so we're definitely just ready to eat all the tacos. And we get up there. And, of course, we have our coupon still for our free tacos because we're only one down. And we get there, we order, and then she's like, oh, we don't take those coupons. When I tell you that I was like, what the fuck? I'm sorry, you don't take the free taco coupons at the taco fest that you are a part of? Like, you're just not allowed to? It's too late in the day? I have a lot of questions. Don't understand. So we just paid cash for them. And I was kind of like, if I knew I was going to pay cash for these tacos, maybe I would have got more than one so we didn't just waste standing in line. So we're waiting in line for our tacos. It's fine. Then a guy comes around. I see him go talk to like the truck at the window. And I see, you know, kind of that cut off motion, like the hand across the neck. I'm sure you know what I'm doing at home as I'm like behind the mic hand motioning, like you can see me. And I'm like, I feel like something's wrong. I feel like they're telling them they have to stop serving because what else could this hand motion mean? And I'm just suspicious of it. So I'm talking to Ada and I was like, okay, well, I think they're going to cut it off. And she's like, do you want me to take our tickets that we still haven't used and go try to get something somewhere else while you wait for the tacos to come out? Yes. Great. Good plan. She goes off on her way. I'm waiting for the tacos. Somehow I must have jumped like four people in line. I get mine before other people. Don't know how, don't know why, whatever. I have her tacos. I'm in motion. I see her coming back towards me and we meet up and she's like, yeah, every single truck down there is closed and they're done. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. We have stood in line for a half hour for one taco, stood in line for another 20 minutes to get no tacos, stood in line to get into free taco and only to pay for this taco. And now we can't get any more tacos at all at Taco Fest because all the trucks are closed. She got a free like lemonade for her troubles. It was like lukewarm and I'm sure they're just trying to get rid of it. Appreciate it. Kind of, I guess. But We go over there and it's like, oh yeah, they're telling all of them that they had to stop serving at six. And I'm like, how come the event page says eleven to eight, but we're here and everyone's stopping and it's six fifteen? So of course we go into the event page and the event does say eleven to eight, but then in the notes it says eleven to six. And I'm like, this is conflicting messaging, and I would like to Karen all over everyone's asses because there were too many people, they didn't have a limited menu, we couldn't use our free tickets, and. The messaging, like I said, was conflicting and we got cut off earlier and obviously I had other plans during the day, but would have tried harder to get there sooner to get more tacos had I known that six o'clock was my food cut off. End rant. Would like to actually complain to someone because I just want it to be a good experience like my first taco fest. You know? So we're like, all right, fine. I guess we'll just go figure out actual dinner since we've had two street tacos as an appetizer over the course of the last two hours. And, you know, we had a good time. We went to El Bait Shop, High Life Lounge, and they had tacos and quesadillas, and, like, we had our taco fill. It's fine. But it was just not the path of our night, you know? We decided to move on, and we went to the martini bar after. Of course, it's buy two, get one free. And, you know, we got down on some martinis on Saturday night. Maybe too many. Who's to say? But a couple of things that did come out of all of this, I mean, it was a very fun night, but we were talking about a couple of things. And I know if some of you follow me on my personal Instagram account, um, some very important questions arose in our topics of conversation. The first being, um, do you know what a rattle can is? So Adrian was telling me that her boyfriend was talking about rattle cans, and she had to ask him so many times because she could not stop laughing, and she's like, What the hell is a rattle can? I'm like, I don't know what a rattle can is. In um, my degenerate not knowing at all what it is, I was like, is a rattle can like a can full of nails that people are being rude bullies and like beating up other people? I don't know. I just went to like gang violence level stuff, just where my head goes. But she's like, no, it's not. So I was like, I'm going to do an Instagram poll and see if anyone else knows what a rattle can is. And lo and behold, Of like 40 people who replied, only one person knew what a rattle can is. And I had age ranges covering from like 23 to probably 40s of like people who responded to this Instagram poll. No one knows what a rattle can is. And I'm like, all right, well, just tell me what the hell is a rattle can. A rattle can, boys and girls, welcome to Vocabulary Lessons with Laura, is a a spray paint can because it rattles when you shake it dumbest fucking thing ever weirdest slang like don't understand where adrian's boyfriend and his friends like came up with this but apparently one other person knew what a rattle can was so i don't know for those of you confused as much as i was now you know if anyone ever ever would ask you what a rattle can is it's just a can of spray paint that they would go use like mark shit and cause shenanigans as teenagers The other thing we talked about, and somehow this got brought up, is Triscuits and whether or not they are good or not. There was a TikTok, and I know it's been said multiple times, but people like to make the comment that Triscuits taste like eating wicker furniture. I personally am on the team Triscuits are tasty, so I, of course, had to do another Instagram poll and ask other people if Triscuits are tasty. And we have a lower poll amount on this one, but I am losing. Adrian is on team. Triscuits taste like wicker baskets. And uh, more votes for no than yes on the Instagram poll as of current. There is still time. I mean, I have not let this go 24 hours before I started recording this. So I'll keep you posted. You know, you'll hear this after this all came out, and I'll post the results. But... I just really like Triscuits. Like, there's so many flavors of things. I love them with cheese. I love them plain. I love all the things with Triscuits. Like, you can't tell me that it's a good dip with a Triscuit. I just really like Triscuits. Apparently, I'm wrong per 62% of people who responded so far in the Instagram poll. You know, always in here with the deep, hard-hitting questions. The other thing that we could not stop talking about was just like, back in high school, thinking about the different phases that we went through. And Adrian went through several different phases, like skater, emo, thinking she was super depressed, like party girl in the country, pretending to hate her life out in small town Iowa when really all she did was love it. And I was like, I feel like I really didn't have these phases. I just kind of was like super into polos for a little bit, trying to be preppy. And then my other phase was kind of a Paul Frank phase when I just wore wanted everything with that monkey face all over it. Don't know why it was just super trendy. And I'm sure if you're close to my age, you understand what I'm saying. But then we kind of got to talking about how weird dating in high school was because it was just one of those things because she was like, oh, well, like I kissed this one guy and then I started dating his brother who also was dating, had dated my best friend. And I'm like, how weird is it? I mean, not that the adult world is any different. And like, of course, people know each other. It's just not as close. But in high school, you would just be like, oh, yeah, this guy dated my friend for a little bit. Maybe it ended badly. Maybe it didn't. But now we're all going to forget about that. And like, we're still friends, but I'm going to date him now instead, because at least that's how it was in my group. I say like I have so much dating experience in high school, literally dated two dudes in high school, one of which I mean, both of them dated close friends of mine before and after. Like, what were we doing? very incestually weird i don't know maybe that's just how all high schools are and all people are clearly but just thinking about it now like literally it'd be like oh you kissed him and now he's kissing her and you guys are still friends we're all gonna go to the same parties and tailgates and everything and we're just gonna pretend like it's fine fun fact uh my first experience being three-way called all the mean girls uh was in regards to one of my high school boyfriends and i say boyfriend very loosely i don't know how long we dated Maybe a month or two. I don't know. I thought he in the end I was like, um, you know, he's kinda shitty. Like he cheated on so and so. So maybe like like after I broke up with him, he had cheated on someone, and then I got three-way called by one of the girls, and then the other girl was on the other line, and then they told me later that the three-way called because I don't know what kind of gossip they want to get out of me. I wasn't against any of the girls that he was dating. It was just that I was like, um, please watch out because he just cheated on this girl and now he's definitely gonna cheat on you. And not that I'm saying I'm right, but lo and behold, guess what happened? Homeboy cheated on her. And I often think about the fact that this man wanted me to go to prom with him and uh, do some other things that my mother would not appreciate, that I will not go into usually specific details on. And I said, no, thank you, sir. I appreciate the offer, but I'm a lady, or I'm pretending to be. Um, I did not go to prom with him, did not do the things that he wanted to do. To this day, still stand by One of the few good decisions of dumb Laura's high school days. That was a smart choice. Uh, All of this kind of ties together to the new Gossip Girl. And I don't remember if I talked about this before when the reboot was going to be announced, whatever. But I finally started watching the Gossip Girl reboot. I guess we're kind of on unsolicited recommendations already. But definitely check out the Gossip Girl reboot. Um, It gives me kind of like that little nostalgia to the old Gossip Girl days. Of course, I was obsessed with Gossip Girl. I would like to say that I was definitely a book Gossip Girl person before the show came out. Um, Yes, because I am super cool like that. I vividly remember. So my family has horses and the Iowa State Fair, which is coming up in only a couple weeks. And it's my absolute favorite time of year. But we used to show the horses at the fair. And when you're at the fair days at a time. Straight waiting for horse show stuff going on. Um, Sometimes you need something to do besides just wander around because it's hot and you've seen things and whatever. So I would take books and I would read them, kill time, super cool. Like I said, when Gossip Girl came out, I got the first book. Thought it sounded super scooper scooper. Yep, super cool, and I was absolutely obsessed. Um, I felt so dirty for like reading it in public as people were just walking by because it was so scandalous, talking about these high schoolers just. Drinking and having sex and doing all the things that I was not doing. If you'll refer back to what I just said that I didn't do with the Boy Who Wanted to Take Me to Prom. Thank you. Um, So dirty. Loved it so much. Was obsessed with the books. Uh, definitely read the spin-off version, which followed Jenny to boarding school. Definitely, what do they call it? The Carlisles? Like, the newest version of it. Maybe there's even one that's further along that followed, like, the twins that came along after... Dan and Serena and Blair, all of them had graduated because, yes, the books continued beyond, far beyond what the TV series did. TV series, of course, was obsessed with it. Glamorous, fantastic, magical. Some of the best advice ever from Gossip Girl, the OG. And that is, if you're going to have a threesome, the third person is always a stranger. You can quote me slash Gossip Girl for that, and you're welcome. Lots of life lessons today, kids. But I was obsessed with Gossip Girl, Still loved the books. It's one of those that I'm like, should I go back and read the books again? The books are drastically different, like I said, than the series. The series went off on its whole own thing, even though the author helped write it. They just did not say true to everything. I want to say in the books, and if you've read the books and you remember, like, I don't, don't come after me. I don't think they ever revealed Gossip Girl because that would ruin the story. But loved Gossip Girl, was super excited to have the reboot. I'm liking the show so far. There's only four episodes out right now. The fashion, amazing. I'm really into the kids. That sounded creepy. That's not what I mean. Really liking the cast. Not totally sure if I'm sold on the fact that the teachers are Gossip Girl, which is not a spoiler because it comes out in episode one. I do enjoy that they do the callbacks. They're like, oh, Dan, when he was here and Serena and these kids were awful and like, let's actually call it back that he was actually Gossip Girl and not pretend that we're living in a different world, that we're not trying to be a spin-off reboot. But I don't know if I'm sold on the teacher angle. It's different. It's interesting. But we're only four episodes in. I don't know. I mean, obviously I'm going to keep watching. I did like the old version when it was a little messier because, you know, it was earlier in the 2000s and now we're a little more PC and more woke culture. Sorry to use that buzzword. But If you liked the old Gossip Girl, I'm sure you will like the new Gossip Girl because it just kind of has that good, juicy, teenage, pretty world drama that we've been needing and needing from a show. Kind of like how I talked about Cruel Summer. It's like the opposite. Like, Cruel Summer is like the gritty cousin of Gossip Girl, just in a small town, I guess. So I guess cousin works out. (laughs) But uh, this is my actual unsolicited recommendation for this week. It is that time I started watching a new reality show because, of course, I did. I started watching F-Boy Island on HBO Max, and I'm obsessed with it. Only three episodes out when I'm recording this. It is hosted by Nikki Glaser. Again, I don't remember if I teased this before that it was coming out and I was excited about it, but now that it is here, apparently I just saw that Nikki posted the other day. So far, it's the highest-watched reality show that HBO has ever made, which I mean checks out because I'm like, how many reality shows does HBO even have? Not too sure on the details there, but the concept is three girls trying to find love. There's 24 dudes. Half of them are fuckboys, which I don't know why they can't call them fuckboys when everyone else is saying fuck, fuck, fuck all the time in their dialogue, but we have to keep it PC in the name. Weird. Half of them are actual fuckboys, self-proclaimed. The other half are nice guys, legitimately there for love. There's money on the line. I think $100,000 to whoever gets divided up at the end, whoever survives. So you don't know who's who and you got to be sneaky and you got to find your way around and convince these girls that you like them. And maybe you actually don't, you're just in it for the money. And let me tell you, it is delightful. Like some of these guys, I'm like, definitely a fuck boy, definitely a nice guy, easy to spot. Some of them are tricky. One guy in particular who he just got burned on the last episode had not liked him from the start, but apparently he was bashing all the girls and saying how they weren't actually hot. If you like Bachelor, Love Island, anything like that, Temptation Island, all that good stuff. Uh, Grant is watching with me a little bit, but he's like, this is your show. I don't really care about it. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. Please go away. Yes, I will gladly watch this without you. But please watch F-Boy Island. Super good. Like, the way that they're doing it. Nikki's obviously very funny. They had one the last episode, which is not really a spoiler, But one guy had to go home, and one of the girls legitimately was like, who? Which is how I feel watching Bachelor half the time when you still have 20 dudes there and you don't know who anyone is. And they had this whole montage with, like, sappy music and then, like, zoomed in on him in each of the screen grabs that he was in. Because I also had no idea who he was, and they're not, like, taking themselves too seriously. They're like, we know you don't know who he is, so uh, here's some screen grabs so we can put it in perspective. And obviously he wasn't that important because he left the show. So check out F-Boy Island. You can also watch Gossip Girl on HBO. And that should get you through a couple, I guess it's only like seven hours of TV. But if you listen to this in the middle of the week, that should be your nightly TV watching for this week. You're welcome. Thank me later. And that is going to do it this week. Thank you again for listening listening to my Karen rants, listening to your education about vocab and tips from the gossip girl of my past. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, do all the things. Hello, friend. Follow along Watchdog Media. Give Logan a follow. All the love to all my people. Have a great week, and I will see you guys next Tuesday.